0: Welcome to Facing Fear with Sarah. My name is Sarah McInerney Hawk. I am your host. I went from 30 flirty and thriving to 30 flirty and surviving. I was diagnosed with breast cancer at age 30, and prior to that, I had faced a lot of fears in life, which led me to creating this podcast in 2019. Fast forward, here we are many years later and I've interviewed over 100 different guests with many stories of how they face fear while remaining unapologetically authentic. That is what we are here to do. Encourage you to live your life unapologetically and authentically. The Facing Fear world recently got a little bit bigger because a new part of it is in the world. And that's my book, my very first book. It's called Does Carcinoma Mean Cancer? It covers the four days between being tested for cancer and finding out that I had it and the funny things that happened in between. Well, you know, funny, happy, sad, etc. It can be found anywhere on Amazon and it's a graphic memoir, which means it is 70% art, text, and it's 74 pages long. So it's something you could read in one sitting, revisit multiple times because the art has a lot of dual meanings. And I'm so proud of it. Go check it out on Amazon or facingfearwithsarah.com backslash book. All right, let's get into this week's episode. Hello there! You're listening to Facing Fear with me, Sarah McInerney. On this podcast, I talk to individuals who have stared down their fears and are living unapologetically authentic lives and defining success on their own terms. We are here to share vulnerable stories, get real, and motivate you to think about your own fears and how to conquer them. So let's get started. Today, I want to tell you about the Passion Over Paycheck origin story and why and how I have pivoted away from it. If you know me prior to this podcast, I have been living and loving and shouting and saying and teaching and expressing Passion Over Paycheck. So before we get into it, let's tell you where this came from. When I was a senior in college, I was really anxious to graduate and to get a job before graduation because I did not want to move back in with my parents and I just wanted real life to start. I have a different opinion on that now. Um, if you can move back in with your parents or you don't have a job just yet, go go do that. That is totally fine. No one is judging you. Finding a real job after college is hard and it can be depressing at times and a lot of put downs when you get some no. So if you can be in an environment where you are loved and happy and supported, go move in with your parents. There is no shame in that at all. And then plus, who doesn't want to save money? When I was a senior, I had this big Google sheet where I tracked all the jobs I applied for, recruiters I had talked to, phone numbers, this and that, and websites. And it was a lot, but it helped me stay organized and stay on track. And so At the end of all of that work and towards graduation, I had two options. One was to take an internship, and the other was to take a full-time job. And I had wanted a full-time job so badly. For four years, I had been working really hard on campus between being involved as a student leader to having internships that were paid and some unpaid, having um, study abroad experience and other various jobs around campus that were helping push my degree even further than what my diploma was going to say. Having the opportunity to have an internship or a full-time job was a great thing. It was a great decision to have to make. There was just one problem with the internship. It was going to end. They had told me no matter how great of a intern you're going to be or could be, We cannot hire you at the end of this. And that's what they told me from the very first interview. That was a little intimidating because here I was looking for a full-time job, insurance, a 401k, all of the sexy things you get to look forward to as a full-time adult. And the internship didn't offer any of those. And on top of that, it would be over. The book would close. The chapter would be done. There was a deadline. What was holding me on to the internship was what it was for. It was for a corporate nonprofit, and they gave back to Special Olympics and Boys and Girls Clubs. And so I was going to have the opportunity to plan events, to work with our field around the country, and to better the office engagement and culture in the corporate office. So I was very tempting, right up my alley, but it was an internship, and it was going to end, and I was fully gung-ho on trying to get a job. Now, on the other hand, I had the job. I was offered a full time position as a marketing specialist for a freight logistics company. I was honestly surprised when I got that offer because I still don't think I know what freight logistics is, but sometimes you gotta fake it till you make it in an interview, and apparently I did that. <laughs> Side note in that interview, the people who were interviewing me were about 15 20 minutes late, and I was downtown and therefore I parked downtown and therefore I had to pay at a meter and they were late and I was so shy and so intimidated because it was a big time interview that I didn't say anything and I got a parking ticket and I still didn't say anything but then I got the job a few weeks later so I guess it was worth it but long story short if people are late ask for the parking ticket help. (laughs) So anyways I did end up getting that job and it was everything I wanted. It was you know a five figure salary, it was health insurance, benefits, downtown and all of those amazing things that you want. But my heart and my head were completely torn. On one hand, I had an opportunity to do something that would be really cool and exciting and to work in the athleisure industry. And on the other hand, I had all those kind of black and white things that you want to check off your list when you're graduating. Insurance, security, all of the above. And so I spent many weeks mulling over this decision. Luckily, I think I was given like two or three weeks to make the decision between the two, which was very generous of both recruiters. And so I talked to my friends, my family, coworkers, mentors, peers, teachers, you name it, at, in my Ball State community. And one day I was at Ball State's Dance Marathon, which takes place in February, I believe. And just being surrounded in... A gym full of people dancing for one purpose and it's for the betterment of kids who some cannot dance themselves and to help them get better through their sickness just really hit me that I had to do what my heart was calling me to do and my heart was definitely calling me to go to the internship and work for the betterment of special olympic athletes and boys and girls club kits. Also, a little email from one of my very best friends, Maggie. Um, She and I were emailing back and forth because I don't know, I guess it was too hard to text or we didn't have cool iPhones back then. And in her email, as I was going back and forth, one of her lines completely struck me and it said, Life is too short not to chase what you're passionate about. I turned down the full time job, the paycheck, insurance, all of that, and decided to take the internship. That was my passion over paycheck moment. In all of the work I've done since then, between my two TEDx talks, blogging, doing speaking, workshops, all of the above, I have encouraged people to follow their passion over a paycheck. And what I mean by that is that in your life, you are going to come to many forks in the road, many. And I hope that people who hear me speak or listen to this or have read my blogs Take a second and think about, okay, I have an opportunity to chase my passion. It may come with sacrifice. It'll come with a lot of hard work. Or I have the opportunity to take a paycheck that I know is going to be good, simple. We got this. Passion over paycheck has steered me in the right direction so many times. And whether that's been at work or in my various side hustles, it has been worth following this path every single time. However, when I was doing my speaking or workshops and those type of engagements, I would notice that the feedback I would get or the discussions we would have during them all kind of came back to one common denominator that everyone shares, and that's a fear. Whether it's a fearfulness of a big move in your career or applying for a certain job or, you know, truly being yourself to your partner or a friend everyone has fear in their lives, professionally, personally, spiritually, you name it. And after a while, I started to think about this topic a lot. And it kind of came to me quickly because I'm an adrenaline junkie who enjoys chasing fears in that way. But I realize fear is everywhere in life. And I think passion over paycheck is amazing. And I still believe in it. Facing fear was truly calling me to start preaching that message and thinking about that and encouraging others to think about that because it can relate in so many ways. Passion over paycheck tends to be a little bit more career focused. And while, you know, career workshops are great and it's good to think about all that stuff, I am not here to just talk business people. I am here to talk real life, side hustles, passions, excitement, joys, failures, all of the above. So, about a year and a half ago, I pivoted all of my work from Passion Over Paycheck into Facing Fear. And a few ways I've done that is I've started to blog a little bit more freely at saramacinerney.com. I started to turn my speaking engagement business and I called it, I call my workshops now the Facing Fear Workshop and it's much more engaging, and it's more about life than it is about careers, but it forces you to kind of address and talk about all of those things. I also started to realize as I got older and explored different passions and avenues that a lot of the successes or cool moments have come from me looking at my fear, facing it, and overcoming it. So when I decided to pivot away from passion over paycheck into facing fear, I just had this feeling that this is what I want to give back to the world. If I can encourage anyone to do anything or inspire someone, it's to face whatever fear you're going through. And yeah, sometimes that means following your passion over a paycheck or doing more of what makes you awesome. There's many different ways to face fear, but that's what... Okay, Jacob is singing. (laughs) Okay, I'm not even going to edit this or re record that because I'm just going to leave it and embarrass him. And if he doesn't figure it out, that clearly means he's not listening to the podcast. And therefore, what kind of future spouse is he? So, serves him right. If he figures it out, I'll let you all know. But until then, I hope you enjoyed that piece of Jacob singing in the background. Okay. So anyways, before Jacob was singing and interrupting us, so I decided that facing fear was the way that I wanted to take my way of expressing myself and helping others. I might get to this in another podcast, but when I was an orientation leader at Ball State the summer after my freshman year, that job changed my life. And I know that sounds kind of crazy because it's, oh, it's orientation. You give tours and talk to incoming freshmen and parents and who cares? But it was such an impactful job and it truly showed me that no matter what I do in life I have to help people in some way And I for sure knew that I was not going to help people by being a nurse or a doctor or something like that because I hated science Ironically, my two other sisters are amazing at science, but I did not get that gift I got other gifts instead and this gift of being able to public speak and enjoy it and absolutely get a high from it and feel like I could do it eight times a day has led me to leaning into facing fear and all that that encompasses. And a lot of it encompasses your stories. I ask for feedback and there's a worksheet that people fill out at my facing fear workshop and just some of the things that they're willing to share to someone they've known for an hour, which is me when I present has been amazing and so bringing this podcast to life I have absolutely accomplished one of my dreams and it's just getting started so if you're listening thank you for helping me thank you for starting to enjoy this journey with me and come on this journey with me and I hope that together we can face fears and overcome those hurdles or walls or whatever it may be in front of us because here's the other thing that I started to realize too Not only do I do all my presentations in this beautiful font, but I love the way it looks and I loved it so much I downloaded it for $14, which is stupid, but I did. And I started to realize by looking at that over and over and hearing people's stories and thinking about my own experiences, that when you face fear, there is often beauty and something amazing on the other side, but you can never know what that looks like or feels like. Until you're brave enough to step up to the plate, put your toes to the edge of that cliff and just peer over and see what's there. That's why I pivoted from passion over paycheck into facing fear. And I hope that this podcast just continues that mission and You guys get to hear from some incredible guests who have amazing stories that deserve to be told and heard and celebrated and, you know, just kind of stood shoulder to shoulder with in the times that were down for them. I know these stories are impactful. I know that You will take something from each one, and I can't wait to bring you a diverse audience of people who have experienced fear in many different ways. And this is not all about overcoming fear, too. That's why the podcast and all my stuff isn't named like overcoming fear or dominating fear or whatever that is, because that does not always happen when you face fear, many different things can happen. Maybe you do figure out a path over it, under it, through it, whatever. Maybe you don't. Maybe you stood up to the plate and were like, nope, this isn't for me. But you at least gave it a shot. And that's what the the people on this podcast have done. And through my episodes with them and the solo episodes where I will kind of verbally blog. That's what I've decided that this is going to be. And I will probably discontinue blogging really soon. And this will turn into a verbal blog for you to listen to instead. Um, Again, another reason why I was super excited about starting this is it's easier to consume listening to something because you can multitask. Rather than having to read it. Finally, I wanted to share one other thing that I always share in my workshop, and the goal of the workshop is to eliminate this. I want to eliminate the isolation that comes with feeling, facing, looking at, figuring out fear. Often we were fearful of something, or we think we're afraid, or We may not be able to overcome it. We don't really share that with anybody because it's either embarrassing or weird or we haven't figured it out or we failed and nobody wants to talk about all that negative stuff. But I want to eliminate the isolation that comes with fear. And the way that I can do that through this podcast is, you know, bringing guests on the show and bringing people together and sharing their stories and in the bios of every episode or in the show notes, as people call it, um, which I should probably say now I should know my podcast lingo. I'll always put the guest information. So if you want to reach out to them and connect, please do. They're coming on the show because they're willing to share their contact information with you. And connecting with other people can be so helpful. And of course, I want you to connect with me too. The only unfortunate thing about podcasts is they are kind of a one way street. It's not like you can buzz in right now and ask me a question. So I want you to be able to connect with me too. I'm doing this podcast and everything I do with the workshop and et cetera, because I am an open book. I am truly here to listen, to cheer you on, whatever it may be. So please reach out for now. You can reach out by messaging me on Instagram. My handle is Sarah J McInerney and that's S A R A J M C I N E R N E Y or you can shoot me an email at sjmac811 at gmailtop.com or you can visit my website, sarahmcinerdy.com. Together, I hope we can face fear and become the absolute best, unapologetic, authentic selves we can truly be. You made it to the end of the episode, so I'm going to give you a little surprise. I was recently published in the Wildfire Magazine. It is the first and only publication for and by those who are too young to be affected by breast cancer. And you can go get this issue at a discount. So visit wildfirecommunity.org and use code WILDFIRE15 or even better, use the link in my social media, in the show notes today. And if you use that particular link and the code, you can not only save yourself money, but you can also earn me a little bit of money as I get a kickback from every purchase used under Sarah's link. So go check it out in the show notes. The issue is themed the new normal, and this is relatable for anybody who's been through some kind of storm in life and is trying to figure out who they are and who And what and how and why life goes on afterwards. So check it out. Go visit wildfirecommunity.org. Use code wildfire15 to save on your version of a print or digital copy of the latest issue called The New Normal. Thank you so, so much for your support.